The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Hey, good morning. Happy Monday. It's September 19, 2022, 5.33. And uh, we have the television on here in studio, Steph. And uh, the morning of the Queen is going on all throughout the day. Day of morning. Yes, for sure. Um, we are at work, obviously, because Alberta opted not to give us the day <laughs> off. Um, but thankfully, we do have cable, so we're able to watch the Queen's funeral, which started at 4 a.m. our time. So it's uh, been going for an hour and a half already, and they're just on a slow walk yeah. through the streets. They just passed a war memorial. We have the, the closed captioning on, so we can kind of <laughs> tell uh, what's happening here. But... Um, yeah, it's just going on right now. In Alberta, uh, if you want to, I guess, mourn the Queen, there's stuff going on down in uh, Edmonton, the capital, 10 a.m. Still got time to make it there if you want to make the drive, but you got to leave pretty soon. Um, but you could also take part in what's happening here in Fort McMurray because the Legion is putting on a ceremony. Oh, the here. Legion is too? They are, yeah. So just down in Waterways on Huggard Street, you could go. Um, they're asking people to arrive for 1030 and expecting that parking is going to be limited. Oh. So you may want to save yourself the frustration, get there early and find a spot. But then the ceremony for them uh, to honor the Queen will start at 11 right here in town. So you might as well leave now for the Legion <laughs> as well. <laughs> I'm Googling right now how to start a gas war <laughs> and it doesn't sound as bad as you think it is not like like fighting war it means dropping the prices oh of war. i would really was like a gas war like you want to start lighting <laughs> things on fire a gas war like you want to eat no. a lot of beans a gas war what <laughs> nothing malicious it's for the people okay. uh, right now in red deer there's a gas war and gas is down all the way to 116 down there. What? Because no one's trying to price gouge each other. Not saying, not saying that's what's happening here. Um, <laughs> not saying that's what's happening here. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> but 116 is what it is in Red Deer right now. And there's an article that I was reading, and it's because some stations are just dropping it here and then dropping it there. And, and then next thing you know, they're all the way down to 116. Whereas like Calgary might be 130, and same with Edmonton might be somewhere in the high 20s kind of thing. Wow. We're 154 yeah, here. We are 154. Like, I wonder how far is too far to drive to get cheaper gas? If you bought a bunch <laughs> of jerry cans with yeah. you, like, would it be worth it to drive the five hours there and back? What kind of car do you have to drive to yeah. be able to make it worth it? But, like, 116 is significantly different than here. No kidding. And the article was, like, referencing some people who live on just, like, the outskirts of Calgary. And they were just like saying like, what? like what was it? Like Airdrie, Carstairs, like that type of stuff. They're just like, well, an hour drive? Like some people have done it. Yeah. And I mean, it would be worth it for an hour, I think. Yeah, yeah. So what, what what does Wandering River have to drop to essentially for us to drive down there and back maybe <laughs> is what we're looking at. And let's then see, this is what I'm figuring out right here, how to start a gas war so I can like maybe do something for the people yeah, here in you? Fort McMurray to, to save some money. Start making some cold calls, Sean. There we go. Okay. I'll, I'll get back to you on what the Google says. <laughs> see if there's a guide. <laughs> Great neighbors are hard to come by, and sometimes if you get such good neighbors, it's hard to move away from them because you don't know what you're going to get the next time you move. Yeah, you just had it so good that you hope like every every time is like this. Yeah, and friends of mine have been avoiding their neighbors because they're so nice. Oh, and they feel <laughs> indebted to them. Oh, <laughs> like they need to do something nice back. Yeah. So a couple months ago, um, 
One of them started this trend where they mowed their own lawn and then they mowed the other's front yard. Okay, okay. And the other one returned the favor, did it back. And all summer long, they've been kind of taking turns mowing the other's front yard. All right, that's simple. I like that. Yeah, really nice, right? Well, now my friends have been super busy and kind of have been out of town a little bit. And three times in a row, their neighbors have mowed their front lawn. Oh, yeah. The neighbors are probably like, wow, these guys are really slacking now. Yeah. So they're like very self-conscious. They're like, we don't want to run into them until we can return the favor. Is there a different favor we could do for them that wouldn't make us in double favor zone where they're like, okay, well, I brought you flowers. so You should bring me flowers and mow my lawn. (laughs) And they're kind of freaking out. Like they're like, avoid, avoid, avoid. But it's like avoid from the good deed. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think food is the option here. I think food and a note. I think that's the the thing that I would resort to. Now, you, ha- you need to do like a generic thing because you don't really know the taste and you don't really know like allergies and stuff. But I think I would do some. I don't know. I'm still thinking on the food. <laughs> but a note just saying, hey, thanks. Away for the summer. Really busy. Thanks for taking care of us. I just wonder if it's going to come down to them feeling like they need to repay the favor in the winter. Oh. And that's a real workout is shoveling a driveway versus yeah. pushing a lawnmower. That's smart on the neighbor's yeah. end to get the easy summertime chores done. Right? Like three times in a row, then they're going to be like, I have to shovel this person's driveway. Yeah. And what if they will leave the windrows and they have to shovel the end of the driveway snow pile as Now, well? what your friends should do is just start mowing the lawn even when it doesn't need to be mowed. <laughs> and be like, look at me. I know I'm not. No, no you know. <laughs> this counts. This counts. <laughs> Hi, Steph and Sean. This is Sean number two. Hey, Hey. Sean number two. What's up? I just wanted to say to Steph, let your friends know. Don't worry about it. Some people are just nice. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I should tell them that. They're so pressured. They're like, oh, my gosh, we have to repay. Nah, just, you know, like it happens. And someone's probably doing something nicer for those people. And they're like, oh, my God, we need to do more. Don't just, panic over stuff like that. Just let it be a nice thing. Yeah, just pay it forward to another person. Exactly. I like the way you think. I will definitely tell them that Sean number two has some good advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys have a great day. You, you too. too. Thanks care. for listening. See you, Sean. All right, bye. You know when you wake up and you go and do something and discover that you're just not prepared and perhaps you should actually just go back to bed and try again? in a few hours a little bit like you saying just throw off all your responsibilities and just go sleep for a little bit i'm just saying like if you wake up and things aren't going your way at the very beginning oh, of the yeah. day perhaps you should try and start it over okay yeah if, like nothing pressing is happening just be like you know what <laughs> we're gonna lie down for a little bit yeah, longer yeah i think we need to try this again yeah can we get a redo can i get out on the other side of the bed yeah. and see it, if it gets any better um yesterday i um got to work and realized I forgot my work keys. Oh, jeez. It's <laughs> a good drive for you, too. Uh-huh. But Jackson was here, so thankfully he let me into the building. I grabbed the mixed vehicle keys. I guess I dropped my own vehicle keys on my desk and left. Jeez. And when I came back four hours later, there was nobody here to let me into the station. <laughs> so I had to, like, suddenly become the mixed vehicle driver. I had to take it home with me. Yeah, there you go. Free advertising. <laughs> yeah. Just we're just going on a tour across the city. Um, and then on my way home, I was like, well, I was planning on getting groceries, so I guess I'll just stop with the mixed car and get groceries. And I bought some, like, expensive cheese for a charcuterie board. <laughs> get home. 
No cheese is gone. What? I know. And I was like, I forgot my keys. Now I forgot the cheese. Where? Who knows? So I called the grocery store and they're like, well, I don't see it, but you can have a new thing of cheese. I know. Like it was, what? it was like, I should have restarted the day, Sean. Jeez. It was so bad. Anyway, I went back to the store. They gave me the free cheese. I got in the car. And as I was getting in, my eye caught something in between the seat and the console. Oh, interesting. It was the, the cheese. cheese. Yes. So this is a dilemma here. What'd you do with two cheeses since you got one for free? Okay. I have to say I was too embarrassed to return the cheese. Wow. You kept I know, it. I know. You stole. I, I, You're I, a stealer. I don't like to say I stole cheese, but I feel like I might you have did. to go back and give them $7 for yeah. this tiny bit of cheese. That you I, have to. Yeah. I do that, not you. <laughs> I was going to say, that's would a you me go move. Back? <laughs> <laughs> Been watching the Queen's funeral all morning here in the studio. We have a, a TV with cable here in the studio. Not a big deal. Look at us go. <laughs> um, it's very orchestrated. It seems like they put a lot of work into it, a lot of practice. I wonder how many years they've been practicing for the unfortunate passing of Her Majesty. Oh my goodness. I don't know, but it's definitely been planned for a long time. Yeah. 10 days of processions and walking slow and different yeah. uniforms and my goodness. A lot a lot's going into it obviously. Everyone's wearing their finest outfit. <laughs> um I don't know what you call them, We're but there's good. so many different ones. There's different hats. I think this is our downfall of watching it in studios. We don't have any sound on. So I'm guessing the commentators are explaining all of the questions that we have right now. And one of the things that I think you can't you can plan and orchestrate all you want, but when you have live horses in the mix as well, you can train them as much as you want, but sometimes we've noticed on the camera, <laughs> some of the horses just want to go left or they want to go right when they're walking in a slow straight line. Well, I think it'd be really hard to be a horse. You know, your steps are so much bigger than these people who are <laughs> yeah. walking so extremely slow one step yeah. at a time than to be a horse and have such a <laughs> larger stride and have somebody sitting on your back and being like, oh, I'm walking literally with my nose against yeah. the horse in front of me's butt like <laughs> I think that would be a very difficult thing to do like these horses keep moving their heads oh yeah they're right just... there it's bucking a little bit oh yeah <laughs> they're going a little oh yeah they're like they're like head banging a little bit they're mosh pitting a little yeah, don't, or maybe that's a train thing. A lot of them are doing it right now. Maybe, maybe. I mean, don't worry, horses. It ha you have been walking for four and a half straight <laughs> hours. But they did say about a half an hour ago they were 15 minutes away from the ceremony. Oh. So we have to imagine that sometime very soon yeah. uh, the funeral ceremony uh, will take place. But it's definitely been a very interesting morning and a very interesting no 10 days. And um I'm really thankful that we've gotten to watch this coverage and see what's happening yeah. across the pond. History right now, and uh, our own Legion has a little something going on, what, around 10 o'clock? Uh, it starts at 11. They're asking people to arrive by 10.30 mm. and that parking may be limited. There so we plan go. For that. It is day one of the returning Penalty Box Challenge. Yeah, so last year, I won the Penalty Box Challenge. This is for Kids Sport with Buffalo, by the way. Mark and I, Mark in the afternoons and I, we faced off. We did challenges all throughout the week. I think I won three to two. Five challenges in total I won three to two so it was very close but uh, I need a new challenger this week Steph so are you up to the case I guess so I guess the winner takes on Steph here I am uh, a little bit nervous though because you are actually a sports guy in fact you're a kids sport ambassador so all <laughs> kids can play and here I am out there just like I'm paddling down a river that does all the work I'm playing crib at my table and I'm supposed to beat you in some sports challenges I'm not gonna lie if I don't go five and oh on these challenges and beat you in every single one, I think I deserve to be 
in that box over there. I think you do, and I'm going to take that as an extra challenge to make sure that I do beat you. We got Vanessa, our promo director here. Vanessa, what is our challenge today? Challenge number one. We are headed to the basketball courts for a challenge with the Northern Trailblazers. You will each be competing in a basketball shooting contest. And the first contestant to make two shots at each of the five spots indicated by the coach will win. And the shots are between five and 15 feet. Oh, oh my goodness. Are you a basketball player? I watched One Tree Hill a lot. They had a lot of basketball <laughs> in that show. <laughs> I'm not really a basketball articulate either, so this could be close here. I'm going to hold on to that, John, and hope for the best here. <laughs> Crossing my fingers because whichever one of us loses the most challenges is going to be locked in the penalty box at the trade show this coming weekend in hopes of raising $5,000 for kids sport. Scrolling through Netflix late on Saturday night and very excited to see that Love is Blind was in the new episodes category. Category. New episode, season three. Not season oh. three. Actually, it's another after the altar, after the altar. Oh, right. Yes. Okay, this is where they meet up like uh, party style, right? Yeah, kind of like a year later. So in the first season, uh, Cameron and Lauren threw a party and they're like, it's our one year anniversary. Everybody's yeah. coming. This one they did under the guise of it's Natalie's birthday. Everybody's coming, um, okay. <laughs> which didn't like quite make sense. But whatever. I still was there for it as yeah. well. Um, the first season, they did like one episode. This one was like four (laughs) full-length episodes of Love is Blind after the altar. They really broke it down. Okay, I I haven't watched it, but I've read about it. I kind of know, essentially, who's together, who's not, who's not together, (laughs) essentially. Um, Would you recommend? I would absolutely recommend. It was very interesting. Like I don't want to give any spoilers, but you will find out pretty quick that Shake is still on the outs that oh. was the guy who nearly yep. married deep tea and was awful yep. to her okay um he was not even he was mentioned once and then never again not invited wow okay producers really shut it down like we're not going to make this about him yeah and then one other thing i found interesting was Shayna, who became like the meme of yeah. that season with her squinty eyes she literally said out loud like if i'm squinting let me know <laughs> she was like don't let this happen they all know how again. they've been portrayed now that's right <laughs> Hey, well, yeah. season three, I just looked it up. I just Googled it right now. A month away, two episodes on October 19th. Cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> Got a text message yesterday from a long lost friend. Oh. Perhaps it was a, a long lost scammer. I don't know. Oh. I got this message that says, Hi, long time no see. How are you doing? And I was like, mm, you're not in my phone. And if you hadn't talked to me in a long time, you probably wouldn't have my new number either. You would have messaged me on Facebook. You're a scam. Did you do anything? Did you answer anything? Absolutely not. I screenshotted it, sent to my husband and said, can you look up this number in your phone in case you have it saved? He said, it's a Los Angeles number. I said, we don't know them. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I've actually noticed um, just random one-off texts like this as well. Really? And I've messed with them. And I'm just like, I just kind of go along with the conversation. Boredom kicks in, whatever it may be. But then I started looking into it. Mm -hmm. And someone was saying... These are scams, and they're just testing to see if your that phone number that they're sending out mass texts to probably is active. Oh. And then so if someone answers the phone call, if someone responds to the text, they're like, yep, put them on the list. Let's try and scam them somehow. Wow. Okay. So I, def- I didn't write back, but you were saying definitely avoid it. Yeah. Have you? So you've had a full-on conversation with them. What have they said? How have they tried to say uh, you know me? It, it's. I think it's just very generic. 
I can't remember how the conversation has gone, but it's just like, hey, it just like slots in with like a generic like template basically of oh. a conversation. And and yeah, so it doesn't go anywhere. Scammers <laughs> get creative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so don't answer them is the the moral here. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.